ओम श्री साई राम वेलकम टू साई संदेश साई पर्ल्स ऑफ विजडम टूडे वी आर गोइंग टू नो सम डिटेल्स रिगार्डिंग द पब्लिकेशन ऑफ द फर्स्ट बुक ऑन बाबा रिटन बाई हिज ओन टीचर those days devotees being few in number wherever swami went bangalore or kamalapuram or whatever or sits along the shore of chitravati he granted whatever devotees wanted abbaya is one devotee who had no children always prayed to swami to give him progeny yes his wish was granted and somebody asked swami cure the stomach ache of my boy boss yes he mutilated a yantra for him which gave him relief when thieves looted the house of a neighbor by name nikkam while he was at puttaparthi baba told him your house in bangalore was broken do not worry for i have taken care of it with the result nothing is lost during this time he was telling all that he would attain um, samadhi after which he will be born again in mandya near mysore in the state of karnataka and all devotees wanted swami we don't want to leave you we want to live with you that's all we will never leave you that's what they said well he, he, swami never liked these people to go back to bangalore from puttaparthi he wanted them to stay there sometimes he would shed tears also when they were about to go that was the kind of attachment that swami had towards his devotees yajman yajman narayanappa yajman narayanappa had no parents he loved baba so much that he wanted to be with him all the time and become his disciple he decided to settle down at puttaparthi and gave away all his house or household things and in fact somebody accompanied narayanappa to the railway station to board the train to hindupur some of the relatives cried jokingly one of his friends told him why are you crying don't cry he will be back to us in 8 days 
Narayanappa will return in eight days. That's what he said. What, what a prophetic uh, statement it is. Oh, okay. Narayanappa reached Puttaparthi and stayed a few days. Baba then took him to Madras for a few days and dropped him at his house in Bangalore on the ninth day. Within a few months, his uncle Ranganna passed away. Narayanappa and a second uncle, uncle, yes, approached Baba and and then uh, that uh, second uncle's name is Tangavelu Modaliyar and these two requested Swami to resurrect Ranganna, the second uncle of this Narayanapa. Baba replied, I am also like you. If you cannot give him life, how can I? The conversation turned bitter and they asked many unwarranted questions, quarreled with Baba and left. They had faith and devotion towards Baba, but Baba always knows what is to be done. But when we were in Chitravati Hills earlier, all the five of us promised to lead honest lives and avoid eating mutton on Thursdays. This was the pledge of some who have come to Swami. And friends misbehaved with Baba and everybody felt bad on their account and see what happened. They did not have the face to see him until 1995. Only they could meet him, that's all. So Swami gives you a chance and if you misuse it, well, you will have long, long punishment. Sheshamaraz, as you know, is the brother of Bhagavan. Sheshamarazu, brother-in-law, Pashupati Ramarazu, and his friend G. Subbanna. Both hail from Kamalapuram. They heard about Baba's miracle and visited Puttaparthi a few times. When they went back to Kamalapuram, they shared Baba's wonderful leelas with their friends and relatives. Everybody was talking about his materialization at the Chitravati river. Many people scoffed, questioning what the small Satchanarayana could do. To prove that Baba was extraordinary and powerful, Ramaraju and Subbanna took him to Kamalapuram. They took Swami to Kamalapuram in 1945. They took him in a procession around the town in a bullock cart. He stayed in Subbanna's house for three days. During his stay, there were bhajans at the at his uh, at the houses of Ramarazu and M. V. Narsimuru. People moved by his personality and his love kept aside their criticism and attended in large number. Narsimulu would recall later 
the details of Baba's visit to his house. He would even show the uh, uh, the place where Swami sat, where bhajans were conducted. That, that, that was the thrill and excitement everybody had in those days. Baba brought a, uh, a Shirdi Sai Baba photo and first sanctified the floor. During bhajans, he closed his eyes and was immersed in the lyrics. He performed harati after bhajans and puja. During this visit, he met a vibhuti and a piece of, of ochre cloth and gave them to a few people in Kamalapuram. These are things that he did in Kamalapuram. Having gone there, Baba's teacher at Bukkapatnam school by name V.C. Kondappa wrote the first book in Telugu on Sri Sai Baba entitled Sri Sai Shuni Charitra. He was fortunate to, pro- to procure its poetical contents from Baba himself. Baba asked him to stay up alone one night at Puttaparthi and had narrated the life story of the first 16 years of Shirdi Sai, as well as details of his own life. That night, Kondappa had a vision of Shirdi Sai. B.C. Subhanachar, another teacher who wrote the foreword for the book written by Kondappa, uh, he also happened to be the teacher of Bhagavan and they were very eager to meet Swami in the later years after hearing of Swami and his devotion towards Shirdi Sai. Subhanachari first impression was that Baba was a great devotee of God. With frequent visits to Puttaparthi, Subhanachar became convinced that Baba was not an ordinary boy, but one endowed with divine power. Baba soon revealed to both Kondappa and Subhanachar that he was indeed the incarnation of Sai Baba of Shirdi. We see Kondappa asked Baba, You tell everyone you are Shirdi Baba reborn. What is the proof? What is the proof? Before I I write a book on you, I should know this. It was then Baba agreed to reveal his identity to them. After this, many devotees prayed for this vision. But Baba replied, It cannot be granted to everyone. There is a specific reason for this. Baba took keen interest in the preparation of the book. After the book had been released, Baba asked M. L. Leela one day to read the book in his presence at the Chitravati riverbed. When the sentence, Shirdi Sai Baba is now reborn as Shirdi Sai Sai Baba, was read, Baba's form changed to that of Shirdi Sai Baba. From among the assembled, from among the assembled, 
crowd her father by name lokanath modaliyar he rose shouting hey sai hey sai he could not control his ecstasy he could not control his emotions was simply dancing and came towards baba and hugged him tightly baba found it very difficult to release himself from modaliyar's embrace until his form against the chain again changed until he came to his normal form he didn't leave him for many years sri sai shri charitra was the most authoritative version of baba's biography and kasturi mentions that he too had learned heavily on material in this book for his biography sachin sivam sundara later in september 1944 sai baba visited the historic city of mysore for the first time his visit was primarily to witness the royal dasara festival and to see the famous kannambadi dam kannambadi dam later called the krishna raja sagar dam krishna raja sagar dam he stayed in mysore for 3 days and left on the fourth day on vijay dasami in september 1944 baba was invited to attend the marriage of sumitramma the daughter of Gopal Rao at Kannambadi Mysore Baba went along with a few devotees many ladies in Baba's group were decked with ornaments Sumitra's family being poor could not afford gold ornaments for the bride seeing the situation the ladies decorated the bride with their own ornaments associated with Baba had inspired them to spontaneously share their own and presented and baba materialized and presented a talisman to the bride on that occasion the fortunate lady would recall the happenings of that day swami like any other ordinary boy very humorous and playful everyone in the marriage party instantly liked him swami demonstrated a shadow play of animals and bird and birds on the white wall with his hands people especially children enjoyed it very much my grandmother the bride's grandmother tolasemma was 80 year old at the time of her marriage she had chronic headache which greatly tormented her when swami came to the marriage function on the first day he sat in the marriage hall many people did not know in the beginning who this boy was nor did anyone bother much about him suddenly her grandmother suddenly her grandmother rushed towards boy towards swami and rushed towards him 
and caught hold of his feet, small feet. It was intriguing to many. An eight-year-old lady catching this boy's feet. My grandmother was crying. Swami took her headache. In both her headache, first he touched her, her head with both of his hands and gently stroked it all over. From then on, grand, her grandmother had no, uh, I mean, had to suffer. Um, what happened was, I gently stroked it all over, and from then onwards, her grandmother had no headache at all. So, these are the things that happened in Mysore. And this episode is meant to share with you the publication of the first book on Sai Baba, written by his own teacher by name Subbanna, Sai Sine Charitra. We'll meet in the next session. Thank you for your time.